I love how they animate Josuke. I like that they draw him slightly differently and all his expressions yeah. are different. I love his big, like, like vintage anime eyes yeah. when he's surprised. I like, uh, I just really like him, like, pointing at himself and being like, this face can't even get into pachinko parlors. And you think- <laughs> You're going to claim that I look like I've, I've finished med school. They don't, like a doctor. they don't let gay people into pachinko parlors. <laughs> That's true. And so I really... Is it? No. Did we just make up a, a fake fact? That's my Morio fact yeah. for you. Sure. No, Morio is not homophobic. It's a nice town. Why it's wouldn't true. it be? Because it's a nice town. Okay. It's a beautiful town. Sure. Um, what a beautiful non-homophobic doing. Exactly. That's what doing means. It's not homophobic. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Courtney Stanton. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And today we're talking to you about murdering teenagers. Yes. You would think that we'd be finished talking about that this season, but no, nope. not. No. Kira's <laughs> got a lot of killing to do. Kira's probably like, oh shit, another middle schooler. He takes one look at three <laughs> He's like, oh no, a six-year-old. Oh, I have to kill a six-year-old. Fine. Fine. So at the beginning, Kira is being beaten up by some ne'er-do-wells in an alley. This is really fascinating to me because, I mean, first of all, good job, Araki. Because, like, in the... So Kira's hand gets really heavy. And he smashes his table at the cafe into... He accidentally strips his waiter, which is a very different anime than this one. Yeah, and he's... (laughs) And I love that, like... It's the indignity of being like noticed that is the problem for Kira. Well, like he wants to live a quiet yeah, life. Yeah, he just wants to live quietly. He like... is not living quietly right now. They're forcing him to live loud and proud, and he is, <laughs> he is not. Into I'm a that. loud, proud, heavy hand haver. Yeah, yeah Kira Yoshikage, live out loud. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, be our episode title, <laughs> please. Yeah. Okay. Um, eat, pray, hand. Um, <laughs> the one hand in my pocket is really good. Yeah. It's terrifying. Um, and he groaned when I made that joke. No, but I, yeah, but it's, it's a good it's such a good episode title, though. Um, but so, so Kira is escaping from the indignity of the cafe, and there's this nice wide shot where he's like wandering down the alley where he's going to get attacked. And I, I remember thinking in the like looking at that shot, I was like, oh, it's there's two people in that crowd who have like interesting outfits, and of course those are the thugs. Like, yeah, the ones you know <laughs> always are the ones with character designs. Good job, Araki. And just on this point, I'm going to skip ahead to the end of the episode, but. There's the wide shot where mm-hmm. Kira's like escaping, basically. And I had my eagle eye out for people with character designs. And we do see a future stand user yeah. in bum, the, bum, not not Kira, but a different one, which is pretty cool. It's interesting because I saw him go by, but I would like, it didn't, I was just like, oh, there's someone interesting there. Like I, I couldn't fig- see enough of him to figure out the costume and stuff. But it definitely was like, oh, amidst all these norms. These uh, Here's these a weirdo. These alleyway bullies look like Vento Oreo characters. They absolutely look like Vento Oreo mobsters. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, they remind me a little bit of the Italian mobsters in part two as well. Yeah. At, like the spaghetti where they're, where they're eating spaghetti. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit. But yeah, no, but like, you know, one dude's got like low slung yoga pants and a crop top. And, <laughs> and the other one one's has like got a beanie and a bunch of facial, facial piercings. piercings. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. It's like, they're like, hi, we're, we're horny teens doing crime. And it's like... <laughs> The, yep, it's, that's it's, the aesthetic. It's sort of like how you know well, they're in like their twenties, I think, because they're because oh, they're unemployed. Yeah, that's right, they got fired. Right, right. But yeah, but it's it's the way that Iraqi will occasionally just put a character in chaps like Dio, or it's like it's not colored like chaps, but it's chaps, and it's just like <laughs> eventually he's going to make all his dreams come true. And so it's yep. just like yep. it's all just pointing in the same direction. Yeah, like gyros belt buckles yeah but every time every time he draws like a a, a thug delinquent who looks kind of horny it's like you, you just like in your head just put a pin in it and be like 
he he does an entire arc of this. Every time he closes <laughs> his eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I think this is interesting because like these people, I guess they don't really know his identity, so he doesn't have to murder them. But he definitely blows up the guy's hand to get away. He's in a desperate position now. Now he's he's fucking up. Right. Yeah. So it's like he's, he just it's a it's a series of evidence. mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Although I assume that he just once he gets the upper hand, he just totally explodes them and they're gone. The upper. Oh, hand. upper hand. Yeah. So like, I th- I just assume that's what happens off camera. Oh. Like he just killer queens them. See, I I feel like David Productions is going to show us every time Kira murders somebody. That would be a lot of time. Time. Okay, but I mean, we, just like we didn't get to see him murder like that the latest woman. Okay, I guess that's true. that's true. Most of the women, we don't get to see him kill. All right. Well, but that's women in JoJo's, so I just... You know, All right, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, but yeah, either way, he has to do some embarrassing things, like get beat up and almost get mugged and get insulted. Yeah. Um, but Be then he's seen by people. Yeah. Noticed. He has to walk around with a really heavy hand. <laughs> you know. Honestly, if, you, if anyone else is also like me and knows a lot of kids in the hall sketches, it just this always reminds me of Mr. Heavyfoot. Anyway. <laughs> you know that common anxiety dream, heavy hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That heavy hand dream we've all had. He started getting more esoteric and abstract. He went straight <laughs> from like bathroom anxiety to like, you know, parts of your limbs. Just... Yeah. I mean, I assume he has bathroom anxiety. Since Kira? He's yeah. So, oh, no, he does. Know. He is obsessive about the hygiene of his yeah. gym, which is totally relatable. And I do love the <laughs> his description of they, disgusting they, people. They play with their dicks and don't wash their hands. And, and they haven't they showered the for barbells. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And they touch everything. I don't think I That's can go back. True. to my gym now like <laughs> well when i was in, when me, i was but... in high school this does not speak well of me or high school students because i did i think i did end up dating this guy after this happened <laughs> <laughs> but uh some... sorry just the idea of you dating a guy I know. just yeah. doesn't sit well with me that's already a... an upsetting story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time but this this kid uh i guess we were like 15 or 16 and he said something. He was like, "Oh yeah, I don't wash my hands after I pee because, like, I just touch my dick, <laughs> and that's clean." What? I'm sorry, what? And wow. and apparently that's actually pretty common because then a bunch of people were also like, "What?" Oh yeah, no, I actually, I mean, having you know, now that I use men's restrooms all the time, I can confirm like cis men do not wash their hands. Like I can, like I was expecting what you would say. I, I was expecting the end of that story to be. I don't wash my hands because I do the thing where I like pull down my right. fly and let it sort of free flow and don't right. touch it and then put the fly. Like right. that is like, that's weird, but that's like <laughs> understandable how you get from point A to point B there. But like yep. once you've touched your dick. I know. I only touch my dick. I mean, this will be, this is imprinted into my memory forever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. No, like the, <laughs> the thing is, is that you touch so many gross things in a day that really just think of like bathroom breaks as just an opportunity to like, re-up on hand cleanliness in general. But honestly, if you're a cis man and you're listening to this and you're someone who doesn't wash your hands after you pee because, quote, you only touched your dick, don't tell anybody. Start washing your hands (laughs) now. Really, just everyone. Don't say, don't reply to us and be like, I was one of those guys. We don't want to know. No, no. Just keep it to yourself. Take that to your grave. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, become somebody who washes their hands. Yeah, just, you know, hot water, sing the ABCs in your head, and then then you're done. Take this this, this extremely helpful advice. You're welcome for changing your life for the better. Yeah, seriously. Wash your dick while you're at it, too. Yeah, Yeah. also, yeah. Not not in the public bathroom. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) But definitely wash your hands. And yeah, when you're at home, please wash yourself. As my mom, who grew up dirt poor, would always say, she's like, I don't understand dirty people because soap is cheap. And I'm like, damn, mom. 
<laughs> That's my mother-in-law. That's, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but, but soap is cheap. It is cheap, you know, and it's free in the bathroom. So you know, <laughs> look, know. any drinks that your gym teacher keeps in the prep room <laughs> are yours, and any soap in a public restroom is there for you to use. So that's definitely fair true. point. Same same Use goes it. for like tampons and stuff. Don't be embarrassed about grabbing a handful. If yeah, you see like some nice tampons in a bathroom. Seriously, you deserve it. Yeah, it's really interesting to me. Like the the grades of like you know you go to like fancy places and they have the ones that have the like slidey applicator and everything. And yeah, it's like a scented little wrapper and all the stuff. And then some places are just like here's some obs. When I worked <laughs> in the Washington Post building for a summer, Ooh. they like had they would have like the nice they would went all the way up to super plus. Oh, I thought it would just be rolled up newspaper no no they had newspapers in the bathroom too um (laughs) but don't read those people don't wash their hands (laughs) no you take it it with you (laughs) and a stack Um, it's the women's room i'd like to think that even the women in there with dicks wash their hands of course they do do. right so it's fine (laughs) so it's fine the women's room it's the men's room that's true no but you gotta watch out for that cis men Good God. I'm sorry, but men's bathrooms are disgusting. They are disgusting. It's correct. And it's because men, like, for some reason, I don't know at what point in my socialization it was like, here's how you behave in public and here's how you clean up after yourself and here's how you aim. And, like, just, like, all these basic <laughs> things about he- like, how here's to like, use- Like, should there be pee everywhere when you're finished peeing? Check yes or no. Yeah. And, like... Half of the population is taught to check no, and half of the population apparently is taught to check yes. Half yeah. the population <laughs> just isn't taught. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that's just, the like, thing. There's no yeah, but like, I don't think anyone ever said to me, like, Elizabeth, you know, maybe you should stop peeing all over everything. Yeah. You just learned that you're I like, just, oh. I was just like, oh, pee is not something that I want to be all over everything, so therefore I will not pee no, all but it's, over it's, everything. I, yeah. think, I think most men genuinely don't notice like who who end up to it. they just they just kind of like pee, okay, being they don't oblivious pay is not an excuse i'm not no. saying it's an excuse i'm saying that's what's happening yeah no i oh i understand so it's not like it's not <laughs> just, like you look down and you go wow that's a lot of pee i left all over the place well i'm out of here i mean there are some people like that and it's horrible it's but, horrifying. Like, but the thing is, is a lot of them don't even look down first yeah they're just like do they yeah. just stand there with their hands like out to their sides like whizz. well yeah. so peeing everywhere so now we're getting onto the like the my Please most controversial take like the opinion that i will the hill i will die on which is just sit the fuck down to pee just sit down if you sit down it solves a bunch of problems i would argue that it doesn't solve it introduces new problems mechanically if you have a, <laughs> if you have a penis like it's possible it is and, no i'm but, saying but I like first sitting down but it does it is still possible to fuck that up okay but <laughs> if you have a penis it seems but also it's like but then it's also like you have fewer people doing the weird like you have to like touch the toilet seat rim and like <sighs> you know like all because it's like just leave it down leave it down yeah and don't pee all over it yeah, the thing about I mean, be like Polnareff and never use a bathroom. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never had a, a dick, so I don't know, and maybe I'm just missing like some massive just problem. But I've always kind of been confused about like, really, does the rim of a toilet seat make that much difference? For like, but like, why well, do you I have to like, like you a, have to put it up? It's like a smaller pee? area. Well, that's but what I mean is like, is yeah. it really that hard to aim in like a place that's like slightly smaller i i will say that it's area not circumference and so it's actually the square of that ring yeah. like you actually it's closer to double the surface area that then you have to than it would appear so right but still if you just sit down and just like point downward into the bowl 
And you're, you're fine. You're safe as houses. Um, and then if you have to poop while you're peeing, you can do that. Anyway, wait, what are we talking about? How many hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had a lot of bathroom discourse bathroom here. Discourse. Uh, because I we said that to, Kira yeah. probably also has bathroom anxiety in addition to the common anxiety. It's Darius is Oh, no, it's because, it's because I remembered about that fucking kid. Guy, right. Yeah. 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 Okay, it's your fault. It, as always. It's your fault. You know, we should just release like a, like a, a DVD special <laughs> of us talking about bathroom How etiquette. How to use a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Our, after funny. after we're done with part five and we're waiting for part six to animate, that's what we'll, we'll do. We'll do like a hundred part documentary series <laughs> on how to the pee. Toilet bizarre explainer. <laughs> so Kira fights some thugs. Kira manages to to slump his way down to the street where slump. Yep. Sheer heart attack is pinned down. And this is where we get the beautiful Koichi slow realization that like the man who has been murdering people for like Years and years and years, years. And who murdered his friend and who murdered that nice ghost is <laughs> and her dog and her dog is standing in front of him. I, it's creepy. Everything about Kira in this episode is either incredibly creepy and terrifying or extremely relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Almost never both. Never but, both. But, but it's like, but but it's yeah. just like a wildly swinging yeah, back and for, forth. For, and so, like the yeah. tone in this episode is like this is a really really good episode and I think part of it is because it's like he's still so 100% himself and so confident all the time that he will just stop and be like wait a second now this is bothering me now I'm like fighting for my life now I'm having a weird tick again you know like he just back and forth and like his little mini defeats earlier on in the episode do not interfere with that because he just saw Koichi and he's like I can beat this middle schooler yeah exactly Um, (laughs) also in the middle we have Okiyasu who exists and his presence in this episode absolutely is what ratchets it up beyond like the previous episode. Yeah, absolutely true. Because he was in the bathroom during the last episode. So yeah, so Kira versus Koichi, not a showdown that is probably going to go well for Koichi. And <laughs> we're right. Shockingly, very few people ship them based on this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Takes more than punching a hole in somebody. So yeah, so, so Kira... Depends what part of them, I, I guess. I guess that's true. That's a good point. But yeah, so Koichi gets to use act three some more and try to do some punching. Um, we they get... figure out the powers on the fly. Yeah. Act three is just reading them off a list or whatever out loud and Kira's taking notes. Yeah, that's yeah. really safe. This seems yeah. like a great idea. Yeah. Act three is like, yeah, act three is like, <laughs> let me, let me also give our address, yeah. you know, whatever the Japanese equivalent of a social security number is likes this. It's like a weird Tinder date, but just, so that Kira can murder him more easily. <laughs> more villain grinder. Uh, so this is what it's so, like on an average villain grinder date. <laughs> Let me show you all my weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, fair. Wait for part five. So one of like the ticks of Echoes Act Three is that it like offers a bunch, basically a menu of choices. To Koichi, but it, Koichi, because it can only do one thing at once, right? And yeah. Koichi's not being very specific because he doesn't really know what his stand does. Like he, kind, I mean, I don't. None of us know what his stand does. But so he, he, you know, he's like, all right, which thing do you want me to? Yeah, at make first he's heavy? like, at, but at first he's like, protect me. So he does that. But then, oh no, no, that was last episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, do you want me to make the killer guy heavy, or do you want me to make his shitty bomb stand heavy? Right. Uh, <laughs> and Koichi's like, a uh. Quote. 
Uh, and so it's like, come on, man, just pick one. This is actually, for those of you who are reading Jojolian, this is kind of similar to something that Paisley Park does in part eight uh, with the laptop thing. So, Right, the choose your own adventure stand. The choose your own stand. adventure stand, yeah, as like an archetype. I mean, as Kira says, you can't really pick one because you're still screwed. So he picks the bomb, so then Kira destroys him. Kira God. tortures and mostly murders Koichi. The tissue thing. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he first he says I'm gonna beat you to death, which I was like the first time I watched this, I was like, yeah. holy shit, that well, is fucked up thing to say. We've seen him murder a kid. So you're just right. like, well, right. maybe this is the but last like, episode But also with like Koichi. we know like he says beat you to death, not like kill yeah. you with my bomb. Yeah, so exactly. it's much more vicious. It's like yeah. you don't have to do that. No well, and this this whole scene my personal take is that David Production probably just traced over the Iggy uh, <laughs> Vanilla Ice scene because Koichi's about the size of Iggy. Yeah, but and Koichi is about like, the size of Vanilla. But Ice. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like Koichi has a likable personality compared to compared yes. to Iggy. I mean, compared, Iggy? compared to Iggy, yeah, I mean, sure, because yeah. Koichi's like very like he's on like on like the yeah. neutral to annoying side, but like. He's pretty close to neutral. Yeah. And also, he does have the capacity to be like kind of angry. And, yeah. And I like that. And, and he does, uh, and he never farts in anyone's face. That we true. see. Yeah. yeah. He never sexually true. assaults. True. Absolutely true. So, yeah. So, so unless you count like running into Jotaro face first in the did, dick. Yeah. A little unwanted. Mm. Well, but that's unwanted sexual contact. And we, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jotaro did stop time to experience it longer. Exactly. <laughs> So and also at this point, Jotaro may be dead. Koichi now also may be dead. Um, there's a lot of bodies just kind of laying around bleeding. I just want to like insert that when Kira is at his like peak, beating the shit out of Koichi, and his theme is playing, it's really fucking creepy. It is um, because the theme is like it's very sedate, kind of, and like not something you'd think of as like action music. But then it, there's like this you know, vicious punching. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Koichi like psychologically kind of starts to get to Kira. Right. Yeah. He, he has realizes, all figured out. Yeah. He realizes he's like very prideful in a lot of ways and starts poking at that pride. So yeah, he's just like, he's like, yeah, a shitty little kid like beat you and like found you out. Like I found you out. And like, I like honestly the thing that um, I like about his close-ups is that you can, they've actually animated the blood continuing to gush out of different cuts on his head and drip down his chin. So it's like every once in a while while he's like staring, I don't know. It's just, yeah, that's like cool. the animation spurt. is so good. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's like, but yeah, so but it's just like <laughs> he's like bleeding to death and is like maintaining eye contact to just like break this guy apart. And it works. It really bothers Kira. And then yeah. Kira punches a hole in Also, him. Koichi like emphasizes his own littleness too. Yeah. Like, I'm some bratty. Shitty kid. little brat. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I really it's, well, and it's the whole comfort thing too. He's like, you'll never be able to sleep soundly because you thought you were perfect at hiding, and I'm a tiny boy and I, and I found it you out. out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that gets him kind of taken apart. But yeah, so then, so Koichi's dangling off of Killer Queen's forearm and like one of his shoes is off and Kira's like, he's wearing his socks inside out. How does that not bother him? And that's this is now when I start to deeply identify with the serial killer. And again, this is one of those classic JoJo's tonal shifts. Yeah. Right. So then he like lays him down and like, turns his sockies back right side out <laughs> he's gonna blow him up so yeah. like what does it matter but the point is that it's, it matters to kira and he puts his shoe back on too yeah it gets him all nice and ship shape the con- the like 
concept of taking someone's sock off and putting it back on is so like uncomfortably intimate to me that like yeah. I, I could not watch it. Yeah, like, no, but that's the whole closing my eyes. The deal. Well, and just I mean, so this is also like a window into Kira's parenting style, where he's just like banging Koichi's face into the sidewalk, being like, "You should be like me." <laughs> I don't know yeah. that he identifies Koichi as a child of it, his. It Not also, of his, but just like that's that's how Kira role models and like yeah, interacts yeah. with kids and stuff. It's, it, Awful. Yeah, yeah. Putting the sock on is very much like his interactions with the severed hands, where he's like putting rings on That's them and that sort true. of thing. Oh, God, so yeah. it's true. you know, gross, creepy. So like he has a lot of experience. He likes to play dress up. Yeah, yeah. he likes to play dress up doll with human bodies. And Kuichi's a really good doll size. Oh That's, my God, he true. is. But yeah, fortunately, before he could, I I love the art on on the like charged up index finger of killer queen <laughs> when it's yeah, gonna it's really put good. the bomb on you yeah like, with the all first the, bomb the, all those it's basically like like jack kirby shit yeah it's just bomb like thingy. weird cosmic fire balls and then he gets you know punched because jotaro is <laughs> still alive yeah jotaro is playing dead yeah and so now it's time for so first we get like this is the neat one of the things i like about this episode is you just get like three different showdowns with kira and so yeah. first it's koichi versus kira and now it's jotaro versus kira jotaro versus kira goes a little bit better jotaro, it's jotaro. this is like uh this is like polnareff when he had his flesh gouged out on the island uh, yeah uh, the, jotaro's like no nah, it's just half my flesh whatever I'm fine um but yeah i i do like <laughs> Like he's still, of course, like very fast. But like this I is love, also sorry. I love Kira being like, I can see straight through you. Like, you <laughs> yeah. just, like you're like a window right yeah. now. <laughs> um, but it's fine. I also I love Jotaro. All his conversation about Kira's watch. Jotaro's trying to do some cool one liners, but like he's such a fucking nerd. Yep. He loves his Tag Heuer watches, he's though. So, so embarrassing. You know, he's like, he's like, I've collected many a watch with Star Platinum. Yes. But I like that he's like, that's a nice watch. And he's like, actually, it's a shitty watch. Yeah. It's a yeah. nice watch for me to poop on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like, but, but yeah. And I. Oh, and then he's like, and then he's like, uh, I'll make it so you can't. You can't tell time on that watch, by which I mean I'll break your face. Right, like good, okay, I see the kind of good job, fifth grader. You know, yeah. like yeah, you did it. You did it. And Jodoro manages to beat the shit out of Kira. And I think the only reason Jodoro doesn't completely beat Kira is because he has to like pass out from pain and blood loss. Like yeah, yeah. but yeah, Aura Aura is him. And usually, you know, when you get Aura Aura, that's what you're done. You're beat. Yeah, um, we get some more JoJo's theme, the, the yeah. Jodoro theme in there. Good, and, good stuff. Um, but yeah, we get a nice little Jotaro being like, I respect you now. He had him on the ropes. And he smiles. He smiles. It's like one of the, like the, like maybe the second or third time ever that Jotaro Kujo has been shown smiling. And it's not terrifying. Like that time where he was open mouth laughing <laughs> in the, the desert. About the, about the solar power jack jack. Yeah. No. <laughs> My co-hosts claim that Jotaro has been shown smiling before. I just mostly <laughs> remember him smizing. So but either way, he smiles at Koichi. A surefire way to Jotaro's heart is to psychologically break your enemy because that's his favorite thing to do. And so. punch your enemy, too. That's true. He punched him as well. That's true. Yeah, he did manifest a punch-type stand. So that yeah. was, I mean, this is a pretty good date for Koichi and Jotaro. <laughs> yeah. They do some crime solving. They end up dead. They almost die, beat an enemy. I think pretty good. So yeah, but then he, he falls over uh, and is almost dead. So fortunately, Josuke and Okiyasu... Show still, up just in time. Yeah, they get there and they heal them. And they see this scene of <laughs> yeah. Jotaro, Koichi, and 
unknown David Bowie lookalike. Yeah, with a skull tie. Like, all completely fucked up. And they're like, what the hell is happening? Obviously, they run over to Jotaro and Kuichi to heal them. It's actually, it's really cute them being like, who should we heal first? Like, oh my gosh, he's really weak. He's really weak. What do I do? And then they end up, I guess, Josuke ends up healing them both at the same time because they're both like <laughs> right. glowing. glowing in the yeah. background. He goes over to Kira. Yeah, you know, random stranger. I do like how ominous Josuke and Okuyasu are just by and like they're the thing Looming. the yeah. things they are saying sound completely neutral, but it's just them being like mm. they're very big for yes. for high schoolers. They are. They're like an inverse of Koichi. And <laughs> I like Kira in like literally flipping like just like from going like when they tell him to turn over and he turns over and just starts acting like a panicked bystander and he's a really good actor and i have seen this episode before and i still thought that this is how he gets away ditto same i was like oh man Josuke, he falls yeah. taken in by this. Yeah. And then he doesn't get taken in by it, and it's so Yay. good. It's so I'm like, satisfying. So, it's so satisfying, yeah. Josuke's face. Like, that's my boy. And Okiyasu didn't know it was coming either. It's really yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Kira has not managed to talk his way out of this. He's still having a very bad day. This is like Kira Yoshikage's no good. Yeah. Very, what is that? Very awful. Right. Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And so I like that his solution is to cut off his own hand and run. <laughs> I mean, he has a lot of experience cutting off hands. Yeah, that's true. He probably knows how to do it in a way where it won't kill him. That's probably the, you know, we talked in the in a previous episode about whether he uses his stand or not to murder the women. Yeah. And I think our consensus was no, but seeing no, no, how- No, no, we, we consensed that he probably cuts off the hand and then murders the woman with right, his blows stand. Right, blows so up the So obviously he woman. uses yeah. the stand he to uses, cut off Yeah, he hand. does the karate chop because we see Killer Queen do it this time. Right. But yeah, I think, and I was confused as to why he had to cut off his hand and they explained to me. Yeah, the, the reason is so that if he cuts off his hand, he can use sheer heart attack if Koichi tries to pin it down with it the gravity thing. It won't affect the rest of him so yeah. he can keep running. So, However... <laughs> well, I, I do. I do want to say that I really like. Like Kira obviously knows a lot because he's he's got his tie as a a little tourniquet. By the time we see him running into his coworkers, and he's holding it above his heart, so like Kira knows what to do with an amputation. Wow, I'm shocked. I know. I mean, he's amputated a lot of exactly, people. exactly. But I'm just like he knows what to do with the amputation and like actually survive it. But the gambit that Josuke makes to catch Kira, the pretty gross idea. The pretty gross <laughs> idea of healing the hand and following it back to Kira is the exact opposite of what he does in an earlier episode um, during the, like early on in the Red Hot Chili Pepper fight. When Okiyasu's arm gets cut off. Yeah, and then he looks, Josuke looks at the Okiyasu's arm and is like, oh, that's just, this is fine. I can just heal Okiyasu back to this arm. But um, yeah, so in this case, the exact opposite. Trace, yeah, instead of like pulling Kira to them from the hand, they chase the hand down. So how? I'm still stuck on the image of just floating hand, like moving running back through the to, streets. Yeah, like, just follow that hand. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's, it, it is very gold experience, we, I mean, as you said earlier. Yeah. yeah, we did discuss that that Okiyasu's the hand situation because it can move, it can pull things toward him or pull him towards things. Yeah. We decided that it's because it, it depends on the direction of. His but that's not the case hand. here. Yeah. That's not the case here, though, so I don't know. I mean, I guess theoretically what it would be is whether he's healing the person or the hand, but mm. in both cases... It's the hand. He's performing the... On the on a yeah. hand, yeah. I think this is a, a rocky plot hole. No! 
Yeah. Can't be. No such Sorry. thing. I, I think, don't know. I mean, maybe he... Maybe, maybe it's because Kira is conscious and Okiyasu was unconscious. Oh. So Kira so Okiyasu's can like stay body in place. was was more inert than the hand yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, because the hand the was hand touching Josuke, so Josuke was like, you know. Well, even so, if if Okiyasu was like crushed to death by because well, he was like stuff, electrons at that point, yeah. he was electrons. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he would be less of. So Kira, his body was more complete than the hand, so but Okiyasu's gravity. hand was, was more, more complete than, than the body. body. We got it. Fact checked. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking figured it out. <laughs> that good sense of satisfaction. Yes. But then the next pothole is how does Kira know what Aya does? Yes, this is a bigger problem. All right. My <laughs> my thought here is that at the end of the past last arc where that where all like twelve of them are together in one place and Kira bumps into Josuke. My thought is that he bumps into Josuke. We know he's very observant, so he's probably like, Oh, who else is here? Who was Josuke talking to? And he just like quickly Right, because he said note of everybody. Because he, when he talks to Koichi, he talks about Yukako and Aya. Right. So like he's already figured them out, but we don't know to the degree that he's figured. Yeah. Them. So I think he just spent a few days investigating everybody that he could remember from that. I guess all he would have to do is like sit across the street from her place of business and see what happens and see what people like what who happens. walks in and who That's walks fair. out. Yeah. yeah. But, but I don't know that he would. I mean, I guess now that he knows stands exist other than his own stand, he might have been like, oh, these are all stand users. Yeah. I also, this is also then pays off the foreshadowing that David Productions put in to that episode where they all meet up together and, and Aya says, well, he's unlikely to come to my place, but I'll keep an eye out. And that's right. like, well, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, he comes to your place and he murders, murders you. you. So yeah, so he so Kira has now essentially swapped his whole body. <sighs> he has different fingerprints on his right hand. But I guess he still has his left hand fingerprints because that hand is the same. Uh, but he has different eyes, different face, different nose. But the same body. Yeah. Essentially, which yes. Which is relevant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, somehow he has different <laughs> just, hair. Just keep, it, just keep it in mind that he has the same... Most of his body. That he has most of... That yeah. most of his naked body is Kira's. <laughs> but his face and <laughs> right fingers belong to some rando and but like but he he has different hair too his hair changes but is it dyed or is it right like i mean it, it's easy enough to dye yeah. your hair so maybe he just did that as an additional yeah okay thing I he, buy it. he dyed had, his hair because he knew the guy had black hair, yeah so. yeah but yeah so he looks pretty different now um yeah. and has yeah. a new name new life yep although we don't as the viewer we don't know what that is no exactly yeah. and so but that's where it, like also it's e fucking creepy seeing yeah. that guy without a face yeah yeah the end of this episode and eyeballs no eyeballs yeah. oh yeah that's right yeah so yeah yeah so yeah the end of this episode is depressing yes yeah i mean we get to watch <laughs> aya die yeah it's so funny because even this time watching i was like just fucking heal her and it's like oh right don't heal her right she's a bomb <laughs> right that, and that hole in her neck is from the fingy the bomb fingy mm -hmm. yeah and like okiyasu f does make good use of the hand because josuke is in danger and he need to save yeah and okiyasu catches him against he, the wall and it's adorable protect. he do protect that's my note actually okiyasu protect <laughs> <laughs> the whole time i was watching koichi and jodoro fight sheer heart attack i was like god i really wish okiyasu was here because he could just erase this fucking thing yeah. and then that's exactly what it, like he just erases the bomb and he should just erase kira well yes so it's just like when koichi is like i'm just like just kill him just kill him right there like guys just murder him but that's not them the end of this episode is really frustrating and it feels like we've like gone backwards and it's just like okay yeah. now we're at square one like they've done all this research and like what do they know 
They nothing. do know a lot. But but it's it, not relevant anymore. Right, exactly. So like how will they leverage that into actually finding out who Kira now is? Yeah, and it's pretty bleak. I remember watching this for the first time and being like, oh shit, yeah. what what's gonna happen? Well, and I like it because it's like they literally had him right there. Yeah. Like they've yeah. seen him, they talked to him, they have his whole deal. They were so close. Yeah. And that's I mean that's that's like a perfect mid-season yeah. I mean, thing yeah, if you were wondering, yeah. like, how are they going to stretch this out for another 16 episodes? Like, now you know, they lose him. So, yeah, it's it's really good structure for, on Iraqi's part. Yeah. It's very good. Good job, Iraqi. And good job, David Productions. So, this was like the end of the Kira four-parter, essentially, yep. that they created yep. by moving story stuff around. So, it's like, you meet Kira, you get to know him, you get invested, they fight him, they almost have him, and now it's like, there's going to be some decompression and some sort of side stand users and stuff because, because Kira's just in the wind. So, yeah. so good luck, but boys yeah. of Morio. Exactly. And girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now just girl. Yeah. Aya's gone. And ghost girl, I guess. I, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> the only living girl in Morio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, but yeah, that's it. That's the episode. They're, they're, they're back to, uh, but at least now they know he's a stand user. Yeah. And they know what they he know doesn't. They know what his stand is. Yeah, that's true. And they know what he doesn't look like. So he definitely doesn't look like David Bowie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a man who does not look like David Bowie. Have you seen him? I mean, if only they could see the opening credits to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, because they could at least be like, he probably looks kind of like the guy at the very end. <laughs> I really think that Joseph should just get Kira to sext him. Yeah, man. Just wrap this right up. Yeah. But Kira doesn't sext old gay men. No, it's true. It's he true. wants young women's hands. Hit yeah. the, hit, Kira's heterosexuality is the downfall of our team. Yeah. yeah. Because really they don't only... know how to deal with a straight no, man. They really yeah. don't. Well, they never have before. Right. Womp. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Kira would leave for impeccable dick hygiene. <laughs>